Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. He's going to hand the ball off to Moss straight ahead. And the Razorbacks kept him out of the end zone so far. They keep pushing the pile, and now they, they've not signaled touchdown. I think they're just going to say the game's over. Texas A&M wins the game. Hogs didn't play very well. A&M was better. 34-22, our final in Arlington. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode because that's what's required. On 103.7 The Buzz. With my boobay, like the analyst. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's been a great Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services. And we want to continue to hear from you here in this hour. We'll have your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. We'll have some audio to play from Arkansas's game against Texas A&M postgame and also some news when it comes to uh, some other things with football, but also basketball. And, of course, we want to hear from you when you can call or text in at 501-661-1037. Also, you know, speaking of, I know I think some Razorback fans probably have already moved on to basketball, but uh, the red-white game is actually happening on Wednesday. So, uh, yeah, uh, we're going to have some coverage from that on Wednesday night and have some reactions to that, which it's funny, so... Uh, speaking of which, I saw that they aren't—you know—they don't stream the red-white game, or you know, they haven't or put on TV or whatnot. But apparently, according to sources, this year they're actually going to be streaming the Razorback game here in North Little Rock. Finally, you along know? with the red-white game. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, like because it hasn't been done that way, and now they're finally going to find a way to make it work. So kudos for that, and I'm glad that they could finally do that. I was like, technology today? Surely they could find a way. Technology and stuff that everybody's <laughs> been asking about. Yep, so yep. They've listened to the people. That's right. They got they got all their stuff figured out and got the technology to do it. It, so. it was always a thing with money and having to do something that wasn't normally done, but they have plenty of money to be able to do with do it to accommodate everybody, and that's what they're doing now. I know. There was kind of an element though. I'm not saying that I'm happy that they're not, but there was kind of an element where it was like an old school feeling, you know? Like, you know, you go you to had a, to be there. Yeah, it's like you had to be there. And, of course, you listen to it here on 103.7 The Buzz, uh, for the Little Rock game at least. But it, it just gave the thing, it was like, yeah, you, you had to be there, and it made it to where it was must-see because, you know, if you wanted to watch it, you, you had to go and find a ticket and, and pack out the place. And That's not the day we're living in. Though. I, I know. Everybody wants all access all the time. I know. And it was also nice, too, because... We you know I, you didn't have those long television commercial breaks. You know, it was kind of the game flowed a little bit quicker. You still had the media timeouts because, like, you know, when radio broadcasts, we still have the timeouts. But you know, some of those times, those commercial breaks, more, more so in football, but even in basketball, where it's like five, six, seven minutes. Yeah, you didn't really have those. It had a nice little flow to it too. But something that will cut down on game times. Also, we know that they're trying to get through these games a lot quicker than they have in the past. It may be time to look into cutting down on halftime for college football and basketball. And it doesn't have to be the same model as put out there with pro sports, but if you take five minutes off a 20-minute halftime, that's not going to be the end of the world. I Like you talk about fans, you know, and certain things that they don't like, changes of the game. Like some fans may not like the you know, clock stopping after first downs and whatnot. I don't know, and I could be wrong, 
but I don't know any fans that would say if you came out, hey, we're we're cutting five minutes off the halftime, that people would be like, absolutely not. This is outrageous. I think everybody would be like, great, awesome. So now we can get football quicker back and get it going again. I, I don't know of anybody that would have a problem uh, with that. Honestly, if, if you uh, think about it also on going up every level, whether we're looking at football or basketball, the halftime is less for, you know, the younger you are. But then when it, when it goes from high school to college, it's like an explosion of this is how long it is. And then when you get to the pro level, it comes back down to it's less of a time. So if you just go with the model where, let's say in youth sports, you're taking like a three-minute halftime or whatever and you build up to there, then uh, college shouldn't even be as long as, as pro sports if you look at it that way where it's a build-up for every level. Because it's, what, 12 minutes for how long is it for NFL halftimes? Yeah, 12. 12 minutes in college, I guess. It's, it's, it is 15, right? Or is it 20? 20. Maybe it they 20? did cut it down to 15, but... I haven't paid it, attention been, to halftime. It's been 20 for the longest. Right, right. Yeah, I, I think that that would make sense. And I think part of it, too, and again, with college, you know, you got the marching band performing in halftime and whatnot. And, traditions. You know, you know, the traditions. Know. The traditions are that great. may need to be lost. Yeah. I'm, I'd be, and no, nothing against the, the fine marching bands out there, but... Uh, they make I, it work in high school. They get the band. They get the cheerleaders out there. And yeah. It's not that long. That was going to be my point. I'm like, if, if you can't get your performance in in 15 minutes, then maybe you need to just readjust your uh, performances. Like... Uh, I, I don't want to see y'all out there longer than the football team in a quarter. You know what I'm saying? But uh, maybe one day. Maybe one day they'll look at that and try to cut it down. Uh, let's go over to the phone lines and let's uh, get to Roe. He's been patiently holding. What's up, Roe? Hey, what's up? Hey, first of all, I just want to let uh, let the listeners know that Neighbors, is uh, he's really a non-confrontational guy. He doesn't like to, to cause a hoopla. Uh, he, you shouldn't have lied on Texas A&M fan. That wasn't who said that. It was Eric Sullivan. Uh, we all know, uh, we've seen the tweet, uh, but we appreciate you trying to cover for him. But um, I wanted to get to the storm in the field, and to that Ole Miss fan, I want to tell him Oxford absolutely sucks, uh, and that's my opinion. But um, to, to storm in the field, that's the reason the teams get, uh, these programs get hit for 100, 200,000. That, that, that right there is, and, and to be honest with you, that was light. That was light compared to what it could uh, can be. I have a stance. I hate hearing from coaches immediately after the game and players immediately after the game, especially emotionally charged games like that. Uh, I don't think they should have stuck a microphone in Ryan Day's face right after this game. Just like I don't – people are in an emotional state, especially these players, to where you got to understand some of them, it's, it's, it's almost like a war mentality on the field. They just lost in defeat, and you got thousands of people running out, and you know folks don't have any kind of decorum. They're going to run right by you, try to get a response out of you and different things like that. I really don't think it's fair to put the athletes in that position, to put the coaches in that position, you know what I'm saying, to say something crazy or to do something crazy. You know what I'm saying? So um, for anybody who's saying that the LSU guy was wrong, you know what? That may be true, but the guy was wrong running by him, screaming what he was screaming, and he shouldn't be on the field. They should not be on the field. I don't care how big the win is. You shouldn't be on the field. That is a health risk. But anyway, that's all I got to say. I'll take it easy. Yeah, I appreciate it, Ro. And for, and for your first comment, no, it was not the same incident that uh, I was referring to for Texas A&M. It was a completely different person. That was not, I wasn't covering for anybody. That was a whole different thing. Uh, but also, uh, in the stance of that, uh, you know, we talk about field storming all the time or court storming all the time. It's a tradition. It's like, you know, it's going back to the traditions. It's a tradition I love. It's a tradition I enjoy. But at the same time, it's like, man, with cameras and phones and all that, you start to see a lot more of what goes on. And emotions get the best of people in the good ways and in the bad. And, you know, things that happen like that and continue to happen like that, it's just going to get pushed and pushed further and further along to where they're going to start just banning it completely like they do in pretty much every other level of sports. Well, they've tried to discourage it by putting hefty fines against schools, and it works for the most part. But sometimes, after a big win, then fans want to do what they do regardless. Mm-hmm. And again, I love the... Like, it's cool to see field stormings, and it's cool to see court stormings. And again, it's yeah, I've always been very selective about when that should happen. And, you know, that's that's why they do the fines and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, I just think that things are going to happen like that, and people just need to be 
careful. But my my whole stance is is that if you're a person that's running on the field and you go up to a player, whatever happens to you next is that's on you. That's on you. But if you're also a player and you see people storming the field because we saw, I guess, what was it, the Alabama football player last year where, you know, just you know, punch, uh, doesn't, I don't know if it was a punch or just like a shiver or a forearm or whatever. To a girl that's just running out there, I ain't cool with that either. But, you know, it's just hard to police it, and it's hard to, to, to make it possible to, to keep it together. Let's go to Matt, who's in Conway. What's up, Matt? What's up, John? What's up, Freaky Joe? Love the show. Uh, Appreciate it. John, uh, I'm the guy that actually introduced myself. I didn't introduce myself. I say hello to you before the game at the VCC tent. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I uh, I wanted to uh, I wanted to touch on a point that you made earlier. You said you don't think that they've give up on the season or, yet or anything. But did, we, were we watching the same fourth quarter? Because it sure looked like these guys gave up to me, or at the very least, ran out of gas. And to me, either one of those is unacceptable, and it is a hundred percent on the coach. Yeah. And uh, I'll hang up and thanks. Yeah, yeah, Matt. Appreciate you calling us. Good meeting you. Um, no, listen, I I'm not saying that they didn't have some sort of uh, little white flag waving there in the fourth quarter, um, which, you know, again, yeah, you could definitely say it's unacceptable. It doesn't matter to me as much. I was just talking about on the season because if they bounce back and they fight hard and they come back and have a good performance against Ole Miss, then I, I'm, I, you know, I'm looking at it that way. But i just saying I didn't see enough to say that, oh, right then and there, that moment in time in the game that they were getting beat pretty handedly by A&M and late in the fourth quarter when they didn't have a chance to win the game. If they mailed it in, I'm not saying that, oh, they've given up on the season. Now, that was my whole point. Because I kind of felt the same way when LSU played Florida State. You know, at the end, it seemed like they are just like, all right, this game's over. I don't think they gave up on the season. It's just... Um, they knew the game was over. Yeah, they knew the game was <laughs> over. And they were just like, all right, well, uh, we're on to the next one. Let's but, get through these last few minutes and move on. Yeah, let's uh, get out of there healthy and, and get to the next step. But that's how I looked at it. I, I looked at it as, you know, again, if they go up against Ole Miss and they look like crap, and they uh, they don't even look like they're motivated. That's a problem. But uh, that one time in the in a game, nah, I'm, I'm not getting to that point either. But yeah, it was good to meet you. I wish, you know, I I am so happy that AT and T Stadium, and I don't know even who to, to say give a shout out to or whatnot. But I feel like they do such a very good job accommodating tailgating for like stuff like that. Seems like they pretty pretty lax on rules. You know, I have a bunch of people saying, "Hey, you can't do this, can't do that." Oh, no, they need to be. They know where the money comes from. Yeah, I just. But why can't other people have that same mentality? Like they know where the money's at. Like, help, help. You have to help people say yes instead of constantly trying to say no. Like you got to have some rules. But like I, every time I've gone to Arlington and I've walked around at different tailgates and stuff, it just seems like it's really well ran and people just kind of get to do what they want to do, which I like. I appreciate that. Um, but been other places too that are not so accommodating. But you know, Jerry, Jerry knows his stuff. He knows he knows what he's doing and trying to make the fans happy. Absolutely. Yeah. And and you find that all around NFL stadiums, college it can vary because there are so many and um, it, it can vary how they view it. You know, some people welcome it and others don't. Yeah, I've I like the welcoming of tailgates no matter what. Because I mean, how many times do you hear? of certain places that you people want to go to or whatever based on the tailgating alone. Like, I know the Grove gets mentioned a lot against uh, of Ole Miss, and people have their own thoughts on it. But even, like, Kansas City, the Chiefs. One of the best one, environments. Like, yeah, it's and it's like when, when you hear that and you get that type of stereotype or that type of vibe, people want to check it out because suddenly we're like, well, you know, I'm not a Chiefs fan or I don't care, but it's like the, the, the party, though. That's, that's kind of cool. Let's go check it out. I think it just makes it more welcoming to people who may not be fans of your team or anything, but want to be fans of having a good time. Tailgating happens in high school. It happens yeah. in youth sports. Yeah. It happens all over. Yeah. And just so embrace tailgating. Don't push people away from tailgating. Embrace it. Again, have rules. You know, I mean, you don't need, don't need uh, people out there going you know, crazy like it's spring break down in uh, Cancun, but you, know, you need to have some people have fun. Kick back, relax, and enjoy themselves. We're also uh, doing uh, some policing there, too. Uh, Sun Structural Solutions next line from the 501 says halftime is for bathroom breaks. Mm. It is, but you can find time to get there and do what you need to do and go back and enjoy the game. Am I weird, Joe, where I actually refuse and don't want to use the bathroom at halftime? Yeah, because it, it gets so congested, you yep. find other opportunities to go and then it it's, you know, you can get in and out basically. Yeah. I know it's about how, you know, you're level of intake of you know liquid comes in but 
I've always been more of uh, like the final timeout of the first quarter, you know, go then. Or, you know, maybe somewhere midway through the third quarter. So go with there. Those are kind of the, the sweet spots when there's no one around you can get in and out quick. But going at halftime, it's like I don't want to spend my time just waiting to use the restroom when if I would have gone 10 minutes before, 15 minutes before, I could have <laughs> already been back in my seat and doing that. But uh, I don't I don't like the halftime bathroom breaks or concession stands or anything like that. Now you're going to give away the secret and everybody's going to be doing it. Yeah, well. And it's it's going to be congested then too. Yeah, people don't listen to me anyways. They won't they won't take that. They don't take my word on that. Uh let's see uh Kit also says uh in Little Rock he says, "Hey John, uh, you let your hang up with Taylor Swift go in time. This too shall pass." ESPN announcers seem to think that the Jets can make the playoffs with Wilson at quarterback. It may not be as bad as it seems to you. <laughs> what? Who's still out? If they said that, man, oh. Well, Aaron Rodgers is hanging on to it. That's what he's saying as far as being able to play this season. He's not talking about regular season. He's talking about making that playoff run. They're not going to make the playoffs. Like I, As much as I'd love to see that happen and then like have this, the great story of Aaron Rodgers riding in on a horse to playoffs to save the team, yeah, that's not happening. it ain't going to happen. So I'm just, just going to leave it at that. He says, I also know how you feel being a Cowboys fan, and we are sitting pretty good right now. However, it's been since 1994 since we won a Super Bowl, so I understand disappointment. No, you don't. No, you don't. You don't understand disappointment. Come on. Yeah, I know you've been disappointed at times, but to the level of disappointment as like Jets fans or Browns fans or something. Two teams that uh, expect to win and haven't won in a long time. They play this week, the Cowboys and Niners. Oh, yeah. Both won five Super Bowls. How about, and speaking of both those teams, but uh, 49ers look about as good as anybody in the NFL. I mean, they are potent. And then the Cowboys, I know they dropped a game, a bad game against Cardinals, but man. How about the, that too, where the Cardinals played those teams yeah, back to back? Yeah. And uh, I guess they, you know, they didn't have as much luck against the 49ers as they did the Cowboys, but kudos again about how they responded and what they did to the Patriots. That's not something that happens to Bill Belichick very often. And they got smoked. So, really impressive for both those teams. That's going to be a great game between both of them, too. Sunday night football, too. Everybody's going to be watching. Is it in San Fran or is it in Dallas? Yep, it is a home game for the Niners. Okay. Yeah, probably be just, a hot just ticket. Just like the playoffs. Yeah, be a hot ticket over there. It'll be That'll be a great game. But, yeah, I've... Cowboys, uh, Cowboys are looking pretty solid, but 49ers right now. I mean, they got to be the power ranking number one team, right? Like it comes after, out tomorrow, so okay. after Monday night, then they oh, released a new one. But yeah, they they took a step back to two based on what the Dolphins had done. But yeah, you would expect that the Niners are going to be back in that number one spot. Yeah, I mean, again, they they deserve it. They're really good, and I'm really happy that uh, I got. Uh, <laughs> uh, McCaffrey as one of my players on fantasy because he's been doing some good things for me. Uh, this time around. He's been really good. And the key with him is he's been able to stay healthy since he's been with the Niners. Which is key. I mean, the, the best uh, the best way to help out your team is actually being on the field, too. Uh, let's see. We got from the 501. It says, uh, why do we continue to use the same play for fourth and inches when Pittman does... Why doesn't Pittman change the call? Is it to protect KJ for his NFL career? Seems to me that KJ is not as aggressive as he was last year. If he is hurt, then we need to use another quarterback to rush a few inches and get the first down. Such a predictable offense, and it's disappointing. I don't think that there's anything as far as protecting his NFL career. Or no, anything. no, not that. But think about that in, in a situation where you're talking about short yardage, and they actually take K.J. off the field and put a different quarterback on the field. Now, the optics of that, not only within the team, but outside – now everybody's talking like, what's really going on? Here's a guy that weighs this much behind the offensive line, and you're going to take him off the field to put somebody else in the run it? Yeah, that doesn't that make would sense. Be, yeah, that would be really questionable. That doesn't make any sense. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm overselling myself, which is very possible. I feel like if I took a snap under center on fourth and inches and I had a, 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 a quote SEC caliber offensive lineman in front of me, I feel like I could get close to half a yard. I think I could. I don't know if it's, I don't, again, maybe I'm overselling myself, but I feel like if I got under center and it got hiked into me and I just held onto the ball and just tried to push forward, I feel like I, I, would, I wouldn't lose yardage. I wouldn't lose the line of scrimmage. But 
I feel like I could do it. Again, maybe I'm just uh, looking too much so, into so it. So what are you saying about KJ, then? I'm just saying that he should be able to do it. Is what I'm <laughs> should, everybody should be able to do it. I don't care if it's freaking John Stephen Jones out there. He should be able to get a half yard in the, in the quarterback sneak. Because what was it? Uh, I think even Acre tweeted out what um, J.J. Watt had said about the QB sneak and how it's just it's the toughest play to defend against. And at least as far as they're accomplishing their goal, if it's a short yard situation, that's why the percentages are so high and why they convert on short yardage situations. Tom Brady was one of the best ever to do it. Not only one of the best to ever play the game, but one of the best to ever do the quarterback sneak. Yeah. And was Tom Brady like this super incredible big buff athlete? Or you know, no. But he still got it done. It's Tom Brady. If Tom Brady can do it, then by goodness, I think that uh, KJ Jefferson should be able to do it. And also from the 501 says, personal opinion, but I think both defensive ends are terrible, can't contain edge at all. Also, I believe K.J. Jefferson can't read the defense. Yes, the offensive line is bad, but there were times during the game where we had wideouts running wide open and K.J. was still holding the ball. I still believe that Hogs pull an upset and return to Fayetteville 3-4. and four. So, um, Okay. All right. I like well, the optimism yeah. there. But, Saying there's going to be a win in the next two games. <laughs> It'll be shocking to me if that happens. It'll be shocking to me. Well, and let's be honest, it's more likely if you're going to win one, it's been Ole Miss, right? Not Alabama. Like, we like our not, chances more not, so. Not necessarily. Really? Because, because of Alabama's quarterback situation. They haven't put up a, lo- a lot of points. True. Now their defense plays well enough where they're going to be in every game because of how the defense plays. But if you're talking about outscoring a team, it's probably more likely you outscore Alabama. I guess that would be the ultimate question. Do you like your chances going up against a, a great offense with a bad defense or a great defense with a bad offense? You know, if you're Arkansas, like which one would you rather go up against? Maybe it is Alabama. Maybe that is the case. But uh, we'll probably know a little bit more this weekend against Ole Miss. And Arkansas is going to try to get back on their winning ways because they haven't had a winning way here in over three weeks. But we'll get to that point. But we got to take a break. When we come back, your Razor Hog update presented by True Service will be coming at you next. So you better stay with us here on Out of Bounds. For interior, exterior, commercial, and residential painting, hire the pros at Serta Pro Painters. Get your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. Center. Arkansas fell to Texas A&M 34-22 in Arlington for their third straight loss. Offensive line play continued to be an issue as the Aggies racked up seven sacks and a staggering 15 tackles for loss. Arkansas had just 174 yards total in the game. Several Razorbacks were injured in the game. On the first drive, tight end Luke has exited the game and did not return. Stan Pittman told the media after the game he broke his clavicle. His status for the rest of the season is doubtful. Cornerback Dwight McGlothern suffered a concussion in the game, and defensive end John Morgan went down in a scary situation as he had to be stabilized and carted off the field. Pittman said after the game that Morgan had movement of his extremities. Next up for Arkansas, they'll face Ole Miss in Oxford on Saturday at 6.30. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Ladies and gentlemen, the rumors are true. Your favorite sports bar is coming to North Little Rock. Brewskies is proud to announce a second location is coming to the Lakewood Shopping Center. And it won't be too long where you can get the same great pub grub, happy hour specials, and late night fun when it comes to North Little Rock. Voted the number one sports bar in Little Rock for the last four years to catch all the games all year long. Get ready, North Little Rock. Brewskies North is coming soon. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. At Southern Floor Coating, coatings are all they do, and they won't be beat on price. Factory-trained installers using the purest form of polyurea with UV stability for all your outside projects. When you call, you'll talk with a professional interested in your project, not a voicemail. Don't trust a fly-by-night company that may not be in business next year. Transform your patio, porch, or pool deck and call the real pros at Southern Floor Coating. 501-402-4912 or take a look at southernfloorcoating.com. Roger Scott is at it again with his Razorback Song of the Week presented by Dr. Jimmy Tucker at Ortho, Arkansas. Join Morning Mayhem each week as the smooth, dulcet tones of Roger Scott bring you his Razorback Song of the Week. It's all brought to you by Dr. Jimmy Tucker at Ortho, Arkansas and your fun and game station, 103.7 The Buzz. 
Justin Anchor reminding you that if you want the job done right, then don't stress. Just go with the best. CertaPro Painters is your go-to painting company. You can get your free estimate scheduled at CertaPro.com. That's Certa with a C. Each CertaPro Painters business is independently owned and operated. People who are going to be responsible and people who are going to be accountable to you and your family to make sure your project gets done right. So if you've been thinking about sprucing up your home or business for the fall season that is almost upon us, you need to get CertaPro on the case. Use the company that I've used many times over over the years. It is CertaPro Painters. You'll be happy you did. Hi, I'm Emmett Smith, Hall of Famer and all-time lead in Russia with exciting news. Football legend Emmett Smith talking about all new regenerative treatments for joint pain from the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics. But did you know that you can encourage your body to actually heal itself with the help of QC Kinetics? QC Kinetics uses biologic therapies that are natural, restorative, and long-lasting. The body is an amazing thing. Trust me, I put mine through a lot. Exciting new relief is here for pain from arthritis, knee pain, lower back pain, pain in your hips and shoulders. I'm that guy. When you Google shoulder pain, my face pops up. But you don't have to be sidelined by pain anymore. Call QC Kinetics to learn more about biologic therapies. Don't let your joint pain keep you from doing the things you love. There's a new natural solution that patients are raving about. QC Kinetics. Let QC Kinetics help you improve your quality of life. Call QC Kinetics. 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. When it comes to tailgating this football season, Edwards Food Giant is your MVP when it comes to a hassle-free tailgate party. Pulled pork smoked to perfection, along with an ultimate lineup of sides and essentials that'll make your taste buds cheer and your tailgate set up a breeze. The Edwards team also features even more delicious meats like chicken, brisket, ribs, and smoked sausage, all straight from their own smokehouse. And it can all be found by clicking edwardsfoodgiant.com or by visiting your local Edwards Food Giant store. Edwards Food Giant is your MVP. edwardsfoodgiant.com Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. I gotta <clears> ask, because I've always wondered, why did that happen in Fayetteville, Arkansas? What what took you there? It's just visiting, so weird. It's visiting just, friends, uh, okay. but yeah. Dixon Street. Dixon Street? Yeah, Dixon Street. It'll get you. On 1037 The Buzz. Daddy had a heart like a nine-pound hammer Think he even did a little time in the slammer What was I thinking? She stuck out one night Out of bounds here on 103.7 The Buzz, folks And I am so pleased to tell you all about Max Prairie Winks in Stuttgart Because we know that duck season is just around the corner And as always, Max Prairie Wings has got you covered because right now you can receive a $2,000 Max gift card with the purchase of a Thor boat, motor, and trailer package. They also have guns for sale. How about that? Beretta A312 gauges are just $7.99. And that is just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to the great deals that they have going on. But we know with the hunting game, they have unbeatable deals like on ladder stands. And Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart. Looking for the ultimate vantage point? They got the Muddy Skybox 20 foot double rail ladder stand. So sturdy and so spacious. It's on sale right now for $189.99. So you got to check out Max Prairie Wings today, or you can shop them online at maxpw.com. It's Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart. The hunt begins here. Again, it is a Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services here on Out of Bounds. We have your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. And just a little bit, too, get to hear from uh, Sam Pittman and some of the players and uh, some of the news going on with them, too. But uh, it's been great. That's what's great about these Monday shows and just great about being in the month of October, too, because, my goodness, we got everything going on in the sports world. Football, got baseball postseason. Got uh, basketball tom- season. Is it tomorrow? Yeah, starts tomorrow. Is it really tomorrow already? Like that's man, that's I knew it was coming up, but yeah, I guess you're right. It's 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 here. It's officially here for uh for some postseason. And uh yeah, we got uh, tomorrow the Rangers and the Rays at two o'clock, and then Toronto and Minnesota at three thirty, Arizona, Milwaukee at six, and then Miami and Philadelphia at seven. So yeah, you got four games in postseason baseball happening tomorrow. 
But yeah, it's just again October is my favorite time of the year for many reasons, but also the sports world because it feels like that's when all the and my opinion the best sports are going on all at once so uh just now the weather just got to change and we can start actually enjoying that we'll, part yeah yeah we'll see because the weather will be up and down back and forth mm-hmm. just like it is because it's arkansas and that's what we do here uh ford race rock update with Stu uh, charles in arkadelphia is on the line what's up charles okay how y'all doing this afternoon good doing awesome man okay i want to uh, say I agree with you, uh, John, on the fact that if uh, you can't get things done up there and turned around and you have to get somebody else in there, with, that's what you need to do. And if uh, you keep Pittman, I think he needs to get someone, uh, some defensive coordinators, offensive coordinators or whatever to try his best to, to turn that around. And also, they only got beat with 12 points by a by playing so so bad, but uh, I'm I'm in agreement with you. There's a lot of things going on that the fans can't do nothing about. It's got to be done from up top. And uh, anyway, I don't know if you give him another year or what, but and I believe they can go to Ole Miss, depending on who shows up that day to play football. But uh, you saw how close they were with with LSU, and that was terrible too. But uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, if, if you can't get it done, get somebody that can, and uh, that's all I got to say. Thank you. Appreciate it, Charles. Thanks for calling in, man. Uh, yeah, you know, speaking of that old Miss game, that's like the one where we've seen so many crazy things happen. Like I would have never guessed in a million years last year Arkansas would have beat Ole Miss like they did. Like it was forty-two to seven in third quarter. I would never guess that. And also, you know, two years prior, that, I would never guess that Arkansas would have picked them off six times like in one game. Like, I mean. Just crazy stuff that happens in that game. So I'm not saying that I'm going to go in feeling good about it, but if you told me this time next week that Arkansas beat Ole Miss, I would not be shocked because of how that game goes. Had an offensive explosion a couple of years ago that came down to a two-point conversion that was unsuccessful by Arkansas. That's right. Had a seven-overtime game. You know, that was uh, a crazy one. Also had a game in 2014 when they were number eight in the country or whatever, and you beat them 30 to nothing. 2015, Hunter Henry heave. Uh, 2017, you came debt back. I think it was like you were down 31-7 or 33-7, something like that, and you won. But it's also been on the other side, too. Ole Miss, you know, I think in 2018 here in Little Rock, came back and won, a, and won a big game. And so it's not just like, oh, it's all Arkansas finding ways. Like, it's just no matter what, this game's kooky, and you never know what to expect. But... It's a night game. I don't Sounds think... like a rivalry, just not big enough rivalry for Ole Miss. I, uh, <laughs> they have other rivals that they view uh, and they put more effort into. That's the story of Arkansas's life. And you say, hey, that seems like a rivalry, but uh, they don't care as much about you. Because I think Ole Miss cares more about that Egg Bowl and, and LSU. And LSU. What's that, that has a name, too. Isn't it like something... Uh, I, I want to say it's not the Blue City. I don't know. It's something... It's got a name. That's why with Arkansas, you have to be accepting of what's actually out there as a rivalry. What are you that saying, Joe? aren't willing to accept. What are you, what are you saying? What, what game would that be? Which, which one are you talking uh, about? Well, a game that takes place during rivalry week, which makes sense, and it's the last game of the season. Mm, I'm not ringing any bells. I don't remember who that is. Oh, yeah, the Missouri Tigers. Yep. Well, game that Arkansas hasn't had a lot of success in. Mm-hmm. Just like A&M. Like, that's what, I think that's also what sucks, too, is since A&M and... Ar- I hate to even bring this up, but it's true. Since A&M and Missouri have joined the conference, you've won two games against both of them. Or three. Three games against both of them. Two against Missouri and one against a They joined the conference in 2012. That's terrible. That's disgusting. <laughs> like, I just... Not to bring up it... it I, know, I know everybody's already just down in the dumps, but not to bring that up, but it's still... It's just... That's dumb. That, that should not happen. All right. We just got a few minutes here before we get to our final segment, but we got to get to your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. Guys, I've got just one thing I want to say to you. Touchdown, Arkansas! This is your Razor Hog Update on Out of Bounds, presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union, where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. 
Okay, so for your Razor Hog update, after the game between Arkansas and Texas A&M, Sam Pittman had a lot of things to explain, but one of them, of course, being the unfortunate thing with Luke Haz breaking his clavicle and being out for the year. He's so valuable to us. You know, I mean, you go you go back to LSU and take him out of there and what's it look like about like that. You know, not, not like that, but I'm talking about the big plays that he brings to us. Uh, isn't that crazy? He's a freshman, too, and you're talking about him. But uh, uh, we've got other guys that need to step up and have their opportunities, but losing him was a, was a big blow to, to us offensively. Sam Pittman also talked about the offensive line protection issues, which I think everybody who has ever watched any sort of football can understand that. It, it just ain't there right now. Part of it is, you know, we're playing pretty good defensive ends, uh, but you're going to play them every week. You know, they've got good ones. Uh, part of it is, is we're young. You know, we, we, we um, got a, learning, a lot of learning curve to do. We do have, in my opinion, the best tackles we have out there. You know what I mean? And uh, um, sometimes, to be honest with you, sometimes, you know, two of them were on a seven-man protection where we're using the backs and the tight ends, and they were blitzing it. They blitzed it twice and uh, got to us on that. Sometimes we're holding the ball too long, and sometimes there's no time to hold the ball. You're on your back. So, Also with K.J. Jefferson, we heard Sam Pittman talk about taking snaps under center on fourth and short. How's K.J. feel about being comfortable under center on those short yardage situations? Uh, of course, I'm comfortable uh, with taking the snap under center. I mean, we work it. We practice it all week. Um, so I'm comfortable under, under center. Um, and as far as um, the fourth and short, I mean, like I said, we got to execute. Uh, we know it's one yard we got to get, game of inches. I mean, we know we got to come away with those in those situations. We got to be able to strain and be, be tough and be willing to go get the first down. Okay, well, if you're comfortable doing it, then you should do it. Everybody should let him do it. But still, hey, maybe this weekend we'll see something because they are playing Ole Miss. And K.J. Jefferson, at least after the game against Texas A&M, hadn't even thought about playing Ole Miss. It really hasn't hit me yet. I mean, I, my main thing is being able to get back on track, uh, try to get back in the win, winning column. Uh, so my main thing is making sure I'm doing what I can uh, with my teammates in the locker room, make sure I'm gelling everybody together, make sure I'm leading everybody the right way, and we're going to see uh, come Saturday. So how do they uh, keep the Hogs working if you're KJ? That's pretty frustrating. Uh, like I said, it started with communication up front. I mean, with everybody uh, knowing what's going on, uh, who they're pointing to, who's the mic, who's not, uh, where the pressure's coming from. So it started up front with communication. And uh, I mean, it's pretty frustrating at times where you're getting, like you said, you're getting sacked and things, and you have a big play. You got guys running wide open down the field and you can't get the ball to them. So it's pretty frustrating at times. But like I said, like Rocky said, I mean, put our head down, get back to work, but take it one day at a time. So Arkansas is going to be taking on Ole Miss this weekend at 6 o'clock in Oxford. And then next week, it's been officially announced that it will be Arkansas in Alabama at 11 a.m. in Tuscaloosa. So uh, for those of you who have plans or maybe going to that game, just know that's the time. But it's going to be interesting to see how these next two games go for the Razorbacks because, man, if you talk about being down and down early, it's hard uh, for Arkansas to imagine being in a, in a bigger hole than what they're in right now because this is, so far at least, under Sam Pittman, been the longest that they've gone without an SEC win to start the year. I know it sounds weird, but that's just the case. they got to find a way to do it, and well, I guess we'll find out this uh, weekend against uh, Ole Miss. But that is your Razor Hog Update presented by True Service. Take our final break. When we come back, we get to three and out. Some headlines, some storylines, some things we got to dive into. We'll close up shop and get you ready for Drive Time Sports. And it's all coming up next.
What's good, y'all? Clint Sterner here for Low T Center. Fellas, when it comes to your health, every man should know his testosterone number. What's that mean? It's simple. You need to schedule an appointment at Low T Center immediately. It's quick. It's easy. Hell, it's only $25. Walk in, take a simple blood test, get the results in about 25 minutes. So if you've been feeling tired and grumpy, sensing a lack of motivation and drive, dealing with high cholesterol, noticing stubborn weight gain, and or loss of muscle mass, it's on you, fellas. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models, from transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family-owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Hi, this is Dr. Brad Schaefer. As a podiatrist, I can tell you no two people's feet are alike, which is why I recommend Dr. Scholl's Custom Fit Orthotic Inserts. They're customized for your feet, so you get a unique solution your feet really need. Not just a one-size-fits-all insole. They're clinically proven to provide pain relief for achy feet, knees, lower back, plantar fasciitis, and heels. Take the Dr. Scholl's Custom Fit Orthotics Assessment in Walmart today. Now in the foot care aisle. For over a decade, Simply Safe has revolutionized home security, and our latest advancement is here 24 7 lifeguard protection, only from Simply Safe. Now, monitoring agents can see and speak to intruders through our new indoor camera to help stop crime in real time and for fast police response. Get 20% off any new system with Fast Protect Monitoring at simplysafe.com slash radio. Advanced home security, 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Football fans, tailgate season is here, which means it's time to score touchdowns and savings for your vehicle. At All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros, we offer incredible deals and service like your daddy used to get with the financing options that fit your budget. With our team by your side, you'll get MVP service along with the traction and confidence you need to stay on the road. Visit us online today at allabouttireandbrake.com. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros. Love the drive. I'm getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20. So am I, because I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. If you're 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, COPD, or heart disease, or are 65 or older, you are at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine. It can help protect you against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Even if you've already been vaccinated with other pneumonia vaccines, Prevnar 20 may help provide added protection. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Our care clinics are your hometown source for primary medical care. Our doctors, nurses, and counselors can help patients of all ages with anything from common colds and immunizations to depression, anxiety, and chronic diseases. Our network includes both mail order and local pharmacies to fulfill your prescriptions. If you don't have insurance, it's okay. We can help with that too. And no one is turned away. With more than 65 locations in Arkansas, there's a good chance we're in your hometown. Look us up at ourcare.net. Same great deals, all new location for Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock at 3901 JFK Boulevard. Call them today at 501-758-7700 for all their specials at Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. Their time is done. It's over. Over? Did you say over? Nonsense. I've not yet begun to defile myself. Call Kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone. I play real sports. I'm trying to be the best at exercising. It's time for three and out. It's been three hours and we are... Boom. Out of here. 
All right, it is time for three and out. A few headlines, a few storylines, a few things that we got to dive into. Uh, first off, with a little news, I know it's been so crazy with uh, the amount of football things going on, but there was a little NBA news that happened over the weekend. How about Drew Holiday heading over to the Celtics? Which, uh, you know, as a, as a kid, sound like a, a casual Celtics fan, but a uh, huge get for them. And Brad Stevens, of course, says it's the perfect fit for the Celtics as they're looking to try to not only get to the NBA Finals, but win it. And with the moves made by the Bucks, of course, adding in uh, Damian Lillard, trying to do what they can. But nice little get for the Celtics and getting Drew Holiday added to the team. Also with NBA Lakers Media Day, LeBron was asked about Bronny. He gave an update on what's going on with Bronny. Bronny is doing uh, extremely well. Um, he has uh, began his um, his rehab process to um, uh, to get back on the floor um, this season um, with his teammates in, in, in USC, and um, you know the successful um, surgery um, that he had. Um, but he's on the up and up. Um, you know, it's uh, definitely a, a whirlwind and um, a lot of emotions um, for our family this this summer. Um, uh, but the best thing we have is each other, and, uh, and, and we stuck behind each other um, and gave Bronny strength um, throughout the whole process, um, and uh, we're happy to see where he is today, um, and we look forward to seeing um, you know, what his future um, still has in, in store for him. So he says Bronny is looking to get back on the floor this season. So did, did, would they say what, what it was that caused it uh, as far as, like, because he collapsed, right, like in a practice and everything? Yeah, yeah, and so he suffered cardiac arrest, and that was an update in itself where LeBron said he had su- successful surgery because that was something that never was public, that he had surgery. Yeah, well, that's a scary thing, so it's good to know that uh, he's on the road to recovery there. And, again, we got a few NBA stories here, but, um, I'm, you know, Jimmy Butler is Jimmy Butler, but his hair today... Uh, for his media day, he says he, he was coming in emo. And if you know what it is to be emo, or if you've ever, you know, seen any sort of parody of emo people, kind of got the very straight down hair, kind of covering the eyes and whatnot, very much designed. Uh, that's how he wore his hair today, and he's he loves to just kind of mess with people. But he walks in saying, "I'm emo. I'm emo today." So having some fun with it on media days, but uh, I, I'd just be curious how how long it took him to get his hair to look that way because it is on point when it comes to looking like an emo person. Yep, some, something that you can come to expect with Jimmy Butler every year. Also in the NBA, we know that they have the new league policy where they're trying to discourage load management and have players play in, in more games. So there's a, a stipulation on the Clippers and Kawhi Leonard being one of those. Now Kawhi Leonard, he was asked about it and he says, If I'm able to play, I'll play basketball. I work out every day in the summertime to play the game. So no league policy is helping me to play more games. And uh, Clippers coach Ty Lue, he was even asked regarding the policy. He says, if our players are healthy, they're going to play. There's a big thing like our guys don't like to play or whatever. That's not true. Our guys want to play. Unfortunately, they've had injuries. And then Kawhi Leonard goes on to say, I had a lot of injuries last year. I stepped on someone's foot or ran into somebody. You've got to control what you can control and get the treatments and listen to your body. Keep moving. See what happens. You either are going to play hurt or you're going to be lucky enough to play in games throughout the playoffs, whole regular season. I'm trying to get a certain, I'm not trying to get a certain amount of games in. I'm trying to play the games I can. If I'm hurt, I can't play basketball. The last two years, unfortunately, I got hurt, tore my ACL, and at the end of the year, tore my meniscus. It's basketball. So I guess we're just going to go with continue with an NBA theme because we know that the uh, Jersey, Jersey Patch sponsorships that are part of the NBA, well, the Charlotte Hornets have a, a new one as they have partnered with YouTube and social media sensation Mr. Beast. I'm sure a lot of people have heard of him. But uh, it's kind of a weird deal where, you know, about companies and whatnot, but partnering with a personality whose real name is Jimmy Donaldson, by the way. Uh, he's going to advertise his Feastables logo on the Hornets uniforms and media backdrops during news conferences. He's a native of Greenville, North Carolina, and he has over 300 million combined followers on the social media, including his YouTube. And as we mentioned last week, uh, as far as influencers go, he far and away makes more money than any other influencer, rounding out to about $86 million per year so if somebody's going to be able to be an individual as an influencer to put the patch on something 
Seems like uh, Mr. Beast is the guy, but the Charlotte Hornets are going to be having the Beastables uh, logo on their jerseys this season. Colts running back Jonathan Taylor is eligible to return from the pup list. He's going to resume practicing Wednesday when the team gets back on the field. And he can practice and be evaluated by the Colts for up to 21 days before they're required to act, put him on the activated 53-man roster. And uh, Shane Steichen, who's the Colts head coach, said he's super excited to be back with his teammates, and I look forward to having him. And then asked whether Taylor is going to play this Sunday against the Titans. Steichen answered, could be, yes. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we know about how a lot of times with podcasts or with uh, satellite radios and whatnot, you have people, celebrities, artists, whatever it is, trying to get involved and trying to do their own thing and trying to bust through. But uh, the latest one, at least in satellite radio and Sirius XM, is that John Mayer is going to be introducing a new channel called Life with John Mayer. It's just a real-time channel curated to match the time of day, playing the music you're most likely to listen to and be in the mood for at that time of day. Even if you're drying in the morning, it's more energy uh, at lunchtime and all of that. But he's going to be launching it while also talking about his thoughts and insights and other surprises to come. So if you're big John Mayer fans... Uh, SiriusXM is going to be having that channel, but just be sure not to listen to it between 1 and 4 every day because you listen to our show here on 137 X's and John Mayer has a lot of X's. He's got a, he's got a great <laughs> roster. He's got a great <laughs> roster. Bill's corner, Tredavious White, has a season-ending ACL injury. He, he tore it uh, against the Dolphins in yesterday's game, and the injury comes less than two years after White tore his left ACL on Thanksgiving Day in 2021. Also, uh, which is, you know, kind of a, a crazy thing that I always get mad about and people bring it up, but South Carolina got beat pretty handedly by Tennessee this past weekend. And what was brought up in the press conference by, uh, by Spencer Rattler and some of the other players and saying that it was, quote, their Super Bowl. We got to retire this whole thing. We got to stop. We got to stop. Like, if in some cases it can be true, and some days they even see it, but I'm sorry, folks. Like Tennessee playing South Carolina, that's not their Super Bowl. Their Super Bowl is Bama or Georgia or Florida. I don't think South Carolina is that. But just we got to retire the phrase, it's their Super Bowl. Just give them credit that they got pumped up for a game and that they won. Everybody needs to start doing that. Marilyn Manson has settled a lawsuit over assault and abuse allegations against a woman. He was able to reach that agreement, and the initial suit was dismissed in 2021 due to expiration of statute of limitations, but there was a civil suit going on, and they now have reached a settlement. So a woman is suing Disney World for $50,000 after she suffered, quote, an injurious wedgie while riding an attraction at the Typhoon Lagoon Water Park, according to People Magazine. And uh, she said that when she was at the water park going down the slide, she got caught. The wedgie caused issues that she had to go see the doctor for, and so she is suing for $50,000. Hope she gets it because it takes a real person to try to sue over getting a bad wedgie. But at least it will be worth it in the end for her. Appreciate everybody listening in to Out of Bounds today. For Joe Franklin, I'm John Neighbor. Same sports show, same sports channel tomorrow afternoon. Better stay tuned, folks, because we got Drive Time Sports coming up next. Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center in Benton proudly offers compassionate and loving care to our veterans, meeting the unique needs of every veteran who calls Heartland home. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. Some people are born for more. More fun. More freedom. More excitement. Some people are born and see the future before it's here. They see the GB 